be the sound? Steve, I know you, uh, like an insight to my, um, musical taste. And Always. That, but that's my favourite Coldplay track of all time. I just thought I'd, uh, just throw that in. Not a fan of Clocks? Uh, no, I think I, I've uh, overplayed uh, Parachutes a little bit and, uh, but, uh, so that's my favourite one. I like it. I'm, uh, I'm afraid to say I'm a bit of a Philistine when it comes to Coldplay. That sounds the same as all the other ones. I'm sorry to say. Oh. You'll have to meet these boys one day. <laughs> yeah, and well, saying, well, I'll tell them to their face, I don't care. They'll get rock and roll. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> well, I'm Ricky Gervais. That little, uh, funny little Wurzel type voice over there is Stephen Merchant. And with us are producer Carl Pilkington. Alright? Alright. Whenever we say producer, of course, that is in inverted commas. Yeah. Done with the fingers. Well, he, uh, he didn't have it. I wanted to play some off my iPod today to record it because they didn't have it here. Uh, it was a great track called Anthony and the Johnsons. He didn't even have the lead. He went, right, it's difficult. And he, and he went, is it any good? I went, yeah, it's really good. He went, well, why haven't we got it here already then? Oh! Oh, that's the, yeah, that's the paradigm, is it? If X-Man hasn't got it, it's no good. Four non-blondes doing well, is it? That's still in the cupboard, is it? Unbelievable. We're a little bit annoyed today, aren't we, actually? I'm really annoyed. Yeah. All that stuff we did last week, um, uh, that Landau sent us some sparkling wine, and we thought, right, we're, well, you shamelessly plugged it. Yeah. How many times did you mentioned it? I like mentioned 20 it times. About Twenty times. We we uh, well, the finale was hitting Carl on the head with a cork. That's on the website, by the way. Okay. RickyGervais.com. Go there and see Carl being hit in the head with a cork. Right. Yeah. We and we said, look, send us free stuff. We will talk about it. Nothing. The 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 the. I mean, literally nothing. Empty. The cupboard is bare. No one has thought. I tell you what. There's the, there's there's those guys from the office. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean let's be honest, Rick. We are taste makers. We're yeah. opinion formers, you and yeah. I. Yeah. And you know, you'd have thought if anyone was going to send us some free stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I, I it makes me fume. And we, you know what it is? It's because people, PR people and that, they've realised no one's listening. But not only are we going against all our principles and losing our dignity just for some free stuff. And integrity. And integrity, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going against excellent policy because obviously they would have got thousands of pounds for Landauer to be mentioned <laughs> last <laughs> week. On, 20 Rick. times. No, he wouldn't have. It's 40 it's quid. Right? Them, right? <laughs> it's 40 quid. Yeah. For a, 40 quid for a nine minute advert. <laughs> exactly. So advertise your quality <laughs> stuff here. Yeah. Jeff's garage. Cheaper than some other garages. <laughs> uh, we do. We, uh, anyway, uh, uh, actually, did we play an advert once for a tattoo parlor? <laughs> yeah, you remember that? I'm sure yeah, we played an advert for a tattoo yeah, parlor. Yeah. What, who could, what tattoo parlor can afford to advertise on a radio station? Unless it's a tin pot one like this. Oh God! Oh, I've got good some good music today, though, Steve. Oh, really? I hope so. I'll be the judge of that. Go yeah, on, well, go well, on. Well, well, ACDC. Oh. Got a bit of uh, bare skin. You need uh, colouring in. Come along to uh, Ron's bike shop and tattoo parlour. He'll write "Mum" on your hand and give you Harley a tune up while you wait. I can't believe no one wants to advertise with us. And that only costs what twenty quid? Yeah. And they play that. I mean, I way. turned down millions of pounds to do adverts because I think it's beneath me. I don't, and I thought last week I'll give a little bit back. I'll give. I'll excite all these people who want to get it. Like, all I'm thinking is Steve either. We, our cash rate's gone down, no one wants us anymore, mm -hmm. right? Which is impossible, surely. I would have thought so. Or, we're on a tin pot station that no one listens to. Now- <laughs> Correct answer. <laughs> Correct answer. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm having to hold on the pop shield of this mic because it keeps falling off. It's embarrassing. This it's awful. Embarrassing. I mean, uh, oh, God. Well, Carl, what, what are your thoughts? Why have you stuck it out here? Uh. 
Nothing better coming in early from. Well, I'll tell you why, because you're always on holiday, you don't do a lot, you get paid, you know, well, doesn't he, really? He's a moany. I don't- I mean, he doesn't try and get on at all, he doesn't deal with people, he moans about everything, and, uh, you know, so he's- I'm alright, I've got my own little room and that. Yeah. Like a cage, it is like a cage, isn't it? And he can shut the door, shut the door. If Pete walked by, he shut the door. He doesn't want him looking in. He's like a, he's like a miserable old chimp. Did you, we notice today how much he, he's Simeon, isn't he's he? He's very strange, actually. Um, we maybe should try and get a picture on the website because Carl's arms are particularly chimp-like. Because <laughs> he's got that sort of, he's got long downy hair. It's and not the like, long extended knuckles. Yeah, yeah, and his totally round face that sort of the chin goes back and the, uh, the dome of his cranium. I think, quite seriously, I, I know we sort of share about 98.5% of our genetic material with um, uh, bonobos and chimpanzees, but I think he's got a little bit more. Yeah. I, j I honestly think he's a little bit of a throwback. Just his line, they just kept to this sort of, really the ugliest one in the cave yeah. and the tree and he really didn't he didn't come out of it. I'm not saying you are you know, I don't think you'd well you are. Yeah, you're chimp like. No, it does it does annoy me. My air annoys me on my body and that. Because i have got I've got like air on me on my little toes and that. Have you? And on the legs. Would you like, see your little toes, can you pick things up with them? No, that's right. Okay. Well that's that's what? that's the finale of this week's what? show. <laughs> We're going to yeah. see if he can play a record and put the fader up from using a tire <laughs> while <laughs> yeah, swinging on a tire, just using his toe, his hairy toes. Yeah, I've sort of got air all the way, but then it just runs out where it should be. On the I know. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Just, uh, do you, is this part of the reason why you're always uncomfortable about you know being nude or around na naked people? Uh, is that part of the reason? Do you think because you look so grotesque? Well, when I'm on holiday, I don't really like wandering about without a top on unless like it's a quiet beach or whatever. Sure. So, so what would you normally wear? I just have like a nice sort of light, summery, sort of linen shirt maybe, just yeah. a few top buttons open. Yeah. But I don't, I, yeah, I don't like, the naked body isn't that nice anyway, is it? You know what I mean? Whatever it is, if you're a cat and you're shaved, you don't look that nice. You know what I mean? But with I, mean, I think you'll it. find a cat is naked even with its fur on. The cats don't wear clothes. No, but what I mean is, a, right. bald, a bald cat isn't that good. You know, you no. know it does me head in that I'm bald. I'm not, a, you know, I wish, if I could have hair, it would be nice, but that's like- Would you prefer animals to wear clothes like Mickey Mouse does? <laughs> Or goofy. You know that I don't like Edith and all that, we've done it. But don't you think sometimes you could sort of like, maybe, uh, um, I don't know, fancify a, a little bit? Like, um, if there was such a thing as a, an ape, um, salon, and there isn't, Carl, <laughs> there isn't, right? Um, would you, you know, give a orangutan a, a trim, maybe start with hair? Because some of those look like they're going bald, but they've got a they comb should, over, they don't should they? just have a shave. Well, <laughs> it's like that. That's what I did. Take it back. <laughs> and the underarms as well. Yeah, they, they've really got a lot of underarm hair. Um, even the women ones. Really? Yeah. That's disgusting. I know. I don't know. I don't even know why they breed. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how they get they laid from those horrible old hairy uh, <laughs> ginger orangutans. Yeah, they are particularly grim, some of those. I know, yeah. The big ones. I know. Ginger yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be happy, can they? What is that? What, why is. Where did that happen, the, the ginger thing? Why do people give them, like, hard time and that? Well, you just gave them a hard time then, so why did you do it? You no, were just buying in, were you, to people, it? people do sort of give, I, I don't, I don't understand why, but ginger people get quite a bit of stick and I, I've never understood it. No, I was doing it, it's just, I don't know why. I they don't do know. that, don't they? I don't know, it might be historical, it might have been because, 
I, I, I'm sure they don't everywhere in the world. I'm sure it's probably. Oh, they are. Um, they're always. I've, I've said to you about even like ginger cats are always fat because they, they sort of sick of it probably. Ginger cats. What do you well, mean? When you see a ginger well, they, cat, they've been eating like because yeah, they're upset. Up they've been bullied. You never see like a thin, happy ginger cat running about. He's always overweight and looking a bit fed up. It's just a good point, isn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a good point, Carl. It's a point. So last week the Chinese don't age well. Now anything ginger, including cats, yeah. no, are no, sick of it. No, but I'm just saying. Are I, you I ginger? Would you like to take issue with any of uh, Carl's points? <laughs> 83 XFM is a text. You can text us. Maybe you've got. Maybe you've seen a thin ginger I'm not, cat. I'm not having a go though. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's weird how, how people give him hard time. And it's uh, if I could have air, I'd go for ginger air rather than being bald. Really. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Landed from Ben Folds on XFM 104.9, Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, Carl Pilkington. Out of facts, mm -hmm. never mind champagne and freebies like that. Just forget that, we're not doing that anymore, it didn't work, okay? But we are still in demand. Got facts here, right? Uh, so guy says, I produce a program for the BAS scientists, right? Wintering in Antarctica. Now what this bloke is saying is, there are scientists, right, um, researching in Antarctica and they're soon, they're already locked away and sort of like out of touch because they can't get to them, right? But they're soon going to be living in 24 hour darkness because through midsummer here, it's, it's darkness for 24 hours for like three months and they've totally cut off and he's trying to get some stuff together and he wants us to record a message and it said um uh, every year um uh they they choose a celebrity to do something a message uh, uh of uh, of their choice they had rolf harris david attenborough jonathan ross this year ricky is the popular choice mm -hmm. so i'm up there with rolf harris david attenborough and jonathan ross in in terms of the vote amongst some scientists stuck in a hut <laughs> in antarctica for three months I so think they just they've just got cabin fever so that's they've another so that's another poll i've won <laughs> Uh, a British <laughs> Antarctic scientist in a hut pile. If I was trapped in a little room with <laughs> several other men for three months of pitch oh, darkness, I, sexist, but, or, or indeed women, yeah. I can't imagine why I'd ever want a message from Rolf Harris. <laughs> <laughs> why would Rolf? I mean, David Attenborough, fascinating. Well, I assume it is the site. It's the it's the animal. That I, I assume they're researching penguins or something, aren't they? If they're stuck there, or maybe but what's seismic activity, or maybe polar uh, uh, shift. I don't know. Possibly if he were researching kangaroos. Yeah. Oh, well, he, know, he knows about all animals, doesn't he? You can take him a budgie with a broken wing and he'll sort it out. Or he knows a man who does. Sure. He can, you know, he'll, he'll sort that out for you. And they do a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while yeah. you wait. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, but anyway, I thought they want a five minute message. We can do better than that. Let's dedicate the whole show to them, Steve. We can what? Dedicate the whole show to them. What was it, trouble with my diction? A little bit. I'm just thinking again, you know, we've got to slow down because <laughs> these guys are there, they're, they're working, they're busy. They're used to, uh, speaking eloquent yeah, <laughs> English. Yeah, exactly. they're used to talking to intelligent, yeah, educated people. Yeah. So Carl should be something of a surprise <laughs> to them. I imagine they'll just flood back early and come back to study him. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is, uh, this, this show is dedicated to all you sign. I know nothing about them. I don't know how many there are. I know they're just. As I say, in a hut somewhere, presumably with a laptop, drinking uh, hot chocolate out of steel mugs with- <laughs> Just looking up porn. 
They're not yeah. on the internet, are they? Oh, are they not? Well, no, What's there's the no laptop? phone line. Well, well how do they charge up the laptop when it runs out? Well, they've probably got generators. They must have other stuff. They've they, they got a telly in that, haven't they? Of course they have. No, for DVDs and things. Well, they could probably, yeah, they could probably have a, uh, a DVD player that, that would run off a generator and stuff. So they can play, I don't know what we're giving this on, CD or something. Mm -hmm. But, um... Mm -hmm. And what are they... How can that enhance your life, though? That you, uh, like, two months has gone, you've sat there, you, you, you're chewing, um, Kendall Mint cake and, uh, uh and just looking around at white walls, right, thinking that the thing's gonna come in any minute and put you out of your misery, <laughs> yeah. right? And you go, all right, lads, it's here, what? A five-minute message from Ricky Gervais? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who? The, uh, fellow from the office? <laughs> oh, yeah. Go on. I mean, so yeah. I don't know how I can enhance. I mean, I, I go voted, mental. One of them's going, I voted for Ricky Martin, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand, um, what they're researching. You say penguins, but that's just a hypothesis. Well, I'm assuming that, cause it's Antarctica. Where, where the, uh, the penguins live. Is there anything else there? What else is going on? Well, there's presumably climate differences and Well, yeah, cause it's a, it's, it's a landmass, isn't it? Arctic's just on ice and Antarctica is actually a continent. It's a landmass, so there's stuff there. But presumably not in the winter. I imagine it's like ten foot of snow and really not a lot happening. Sure. I don't know what they're researching. They could be, it could be, uh, 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 astronomy, as I say, it could be some sort of seismic thing. It could be just testing polar melting. It could be... It could be penguins. I, I've no idea. I haven't got the information. Uh, I, I don't think I wanted us to go into what they're doing. <laughs> they, they already know, yeah. They probably want to know what's happening in the world for- oh. Well, we, we've got the man here. That's an interminable five minutes for them. They've already- we've already <laughs> wasted that five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna put it on excited to hear from you, and they've just got five minutes of but us discussing on, what though, they might be doing. What I'm worried about is this bit- so for these- for these ten people there, we've just annoyed the two hundred listeners we've got. <laughs> Cause they're thinking, what's in this for me? Well, we'll have fun along the way, and what I think we're doing, they've been stuck there, as I say, they're out of touch, they don't know what's happening, so, Carl Pilkington is the man, um, we're gonna have a break, we'll have a song, maybe some ad breaks, and then Carl is gonna let these scientists who are stuck away in the darkness know what's been happening for the last couple of weeks. Is that alright, Carl? Well, I, you know I don't really follow the news, so oh, I don't play a record. I was gonna ask them what's been going on. <laughs> <laughs> A glorious day. Well, it is a glorious day, Steve. Brilliant. Every day's a glorious day, isn't it? Well, it is when I'm with you. Yeah, love the world. Yeah. Um, so these scientists, they're stuck away in the darkness. Um, let's tell them what they've been missing. What's the highlights, Carl, of the last, um, Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant and Carl Pilton, by the way, XFM 104.9, um, etc. What's, what have they missed for the last, uh, just, just do the last few weeks. What have they missed? Remember, they haven't got newspapers, they haven't got telly. What, what's the- Look at him, he's looking at me like I just said that in Arabic. <laughs> what, what do you understand? Think what, what's happened. Think what they haven't got that you know about. What have you seen and heard in the last couple of weeks that they couldn't have? Well, like on, on the news and that, what's, what's gone on in the world and that. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Well, or just things you've done personally, I think that'll be of less interest. Yeah. <sighs> Pope's dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, li I like it. I imagine that. Imagine if that wasn't breaking it to them. <laughs> yeah. Like they're listening in. You go, what's happened? Pope, the Pope's dead. We don't say like that. Break it to us gently, Carl. Well, I think that's better than how they do it on the news normally, though, isn't it? They make what? a big deal out of it, and it pa you panic a bit when it says breaking news, and you think, oh, there's a war on. 
Yeah. You go Pope saying you're going well. So you've just used that short, sharp tactic. I just said it softly, no. Pope's dead. <laughs> Mm. When you were, you know all that coverage of the Pope with like those millions of people that had gathered in, you know, in Rome and stuff. Mm. I was thinking about, you remember we talked about the Queen Mother, mm. and they were queuing up, queuing up, queuing up to see the Pope. Yeah, like four hours and to get a glimpse. And once again, I couldn't help but feel if they popped him on some kind of like dessert trolley and just wheeled him past <laughs> everyone else, they could have got that done in about three quarters of an hour. Yeah. You know, once again, people not thinking. They're not expanding their minds. So you're yeah, like What, like students and ragweed exactly. with a, with a it, bed down on the street? novelty beds. They're all dressed in kind of cardinal's gear. Yeah. Just, you know, trundling them off and down the- yes. But it's, the way, it's, it's the way they also said, they've now got a new pope. He's hardly new, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they learn from the last one? Sure. You're taking on old people. Yeah, yeah. My dad couldn't even get a gig in being cute. <laughs> So, who have we offended? I mean, I'm, I'm, it, 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 the thing is, it's never, because soon our offensiveness isn't going to be sort of like we're feeling about guilty about offensive, but it's going to be like we're going to be living with Salman Rushdie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The things, I mean, that, that that's, that's pretty, you know, don't, don't have a go no, at the Pope, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not having a go at him. It's good but, that he can carry on working and what have you, but I thought everyone <laughs> had to retire at like 60 or whatever. Like, bloody hell. But, you know, whatever, if, if you can get away with it. Yeah, why <laughs> couldn't your dad get a, uh, a gig in B&Q? I mean, he goes there a lot, doesn't he? He goes there a lot! That's why, <laughs> if you're just joining us, joining us for this one-off show because you're trapped in a bunker somewhere in the Antarctic, you should know this of Carl's dad. He's a thief. He steals things, right. and we've, we've openly discussed this before. He steals this from other elderly ladies and elderly people. Perhaps oh, he's not like raffles, though. He doesn't go into their house. He's not a gentleman thief. No, what's it that it, it, people put, let's put this in context. You know, he's not, he's not a villain, but sometimes when people leave groceries lying around in a public telephone box. No, what it was, where they live now, they've retired, right? They've moved. I won't say where they are, but somewhere quiet, right? And it's so quiet- Isn't that a witness re- uh, <laughs> relocation <laughs> protection scheme? <laughs> because, because there's only about eight people living in this village, it's not worth, like, the, the, the like, corner shops. There's only open. eight people living it's, in the village? It's quiet. The it village of the damned. So, uh, <laughs> So anyway, so rather than keep the shop open, you're meant to call up and go, all right, Harry, uh, I need some milk today. Right. And they stick it in a phone box outside in the shop, and my dad found that out. <coughs> so when he's been out, just stop off at the phone box, have a look mm. at what's, what's left lying around. Yeah. But of the eight, I mean, there's eight people in the village, <laughs> my attention would be instantly drawn to the dodgy mank fella. Mm. I mean, I, I, do you know what I mean? It seems, in Manchester you can probably get away with this, there's a lot of scum up there, but down mm. in this little village, you know, you've got a little Miss Marple type and a little, you know, country policeman. He's, he's stopped doing it now, hasn't he? Has he? Stopped doing it, yeah. Cleaned up his act. Yeah. 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 Good, alright, so the Pope's dead, any other big news? Um, there was that, uh, that thing I told you about last week, the foot-long spider eats chicken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what does this mean to them? They're gonna think that the world's been taken over by them. It's not like this never did it. We're not going back, there's a foot-long spider on the loose. Are these people bright, though? You, well, let's have a look. Antarctic scientists. Yeah, yeah, they've probably got an O-level or two. They're looking at penguins all day. Yeah. I, so how bright have you got to be? What do you mean? Well, what are they doing? Well, I don't know, do I? But they've been chosen. This probably cost millions of pounds to set them up there. They're pro- yeah, they're- they're- pro- oh, Carl. This- I tell you, this is like- for scientists, this is like Big Brother. 
<laughs> Tell me, this is like a big dinner scientist there, watching yeah. this, finding out what's going to go on, there's little challenges that they give them, little time. It's like Celebrity Love Island without the sun and slappers. Mm. Go on. I think, what else, what else Come has on. gone on? Well, while you're thinking, Carl, I should just tell you, now, you threw that question out earlier, um, why are ginger people historically mocked? Yeah. We've had a couple of responses on the text, 83XFM. I, again, as ever with XFM listeners, don't believe what they say, don't trust what they say. But no. one of them, um... Have we got any respect for anyone in the world? Yeah. Uh, Pete in Tooting, now again I think this is nonsense, he claims that the reason ginger people are disliked is because Judas was ginger from the Bible. How- I don't know where he's come up with this idea. No, um, I've heard that. But sh I mean, are there a great many people from, you know, the Middle East who are ginger? Well that's probably why he stood out. Sure. And he's probably- he was probably fed up and he thought I'll get him back. Yeah. Maybe- Unless he was wearing- unless he had his hair dyed ginger when he was on the witness protection scheme. <laughs> What did Which he do? had to go into what, after what, it all came out in the book. What did he do? What's what did he do? He, he stitched up. He stitched him up, didn't he, to the Romans, didn't he, Judas? Didn't he do it for forty pieces of silver or something? I'm, I'm not big on the Bible, but apparently, um, incidentally, if you'd like us to uh, stitch up any kind of messiahs for forty pieces <laughs> of silver, just get in touch. Eighty-three XFM. Uh, we're willing to do that for you as well. Um, but so that's so that's one one explanation. There's another one here, which is uh, again, I don't believe this for a moment. It says here, ginger people get a lot of stick because in in Elizabethan times, people with ginger hair were told that their mother had slept with the devil. And that was why their hair was their hair was ginger. So there's two options. Maybe if you've got some more, you can uh, any more spurious thoughts, then get in touch. Eighty three XFM. But yeah, I don't know. So, I, I, no, they, no, they might be true for both of those. I mean, the tr the point is that if only those are true, they will already being picked on. If you know what I mean. Right. That's the point. Mm. It, it's mm. sort of like I, I, maybe that's not the the the, uh, the total root of it. Well, the Judas thing might be the root of it. The first big um, ginger to. Uh, do some uh, uh, a little bit. So if off. he was bald, then old bald people would be like, "Yeah, get our time on that." Yeah. Well, we do mock you behind your back anyway, Carl. Don't, yeah. That's going on. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, t uh, play a record and think of something that's happened to tell these poor scientists what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. All you've come up with so far is the Pope's dead and there's a big spider. What is that? that eats chicken. <laughs> Pogues, rainy night in Soho. Uh, I hope uh, I hope there isn't a rainy night in Soho tonight, Rick. I'm right. You're one of those uh, who agrees with me. <laughs> so we just had a, uh, an email here from a guy called James Lee. He says, uh, hi, just writing a bit of info on the scientists in Antarctica. I'm a scientist who's just come back from one of the Antarctic bases called Halley, uh, or Haley. There are 15 people staying there over the Antarctic winter. The scientists are looking mainly at the atmosphere, things like the ozone hole and meteorology. Right. I think there are six scientists staying over the winter, as well as a doctor, electrician, mechanic, and a carpenter and so on and so he's saying uh, they do listen they can they have the internet so they maybe could listen uh, to the show on the internet and uh, if you get the chance say hi to Francis and the rest of the winter is for me sure no problem yeah thanks James um, but yeah there they are that's what they're doing that's what they're up to but, but why why are they asking you for a message though when I mean have, have these people got families and that or are they convicts or <laughs> <laughs> no what do you mean? of course they got they probably do get messages from their family <laughs> well, wh why are you doing one for one? Is that- I mean say- do you know like you see it in like porridge and stuff like that where if someone's in prison and no one visits them yeah. and they sort of look a bit fed up and that, is this message that you're doing for, for like people who d don't get a letter in the post from- Brilliant. 
So they, they put this on the shelf until someone doesn't get one. All right, Hargreaves? Yes, sir, I didn't get a message today, sir. <laughs> you have got a message, Hargreaves. <laughs> oh, what, sir? Hargreaves, you have got a message. Really, sir? From Ricky Gervais. <laughs> really, sir? And I give it- Don't talk. <sighs> don't talk. Please, there are scientists listening. Try to d keep the talking shit down to a minimum today. Yeah, what's annoying me is there, right, they're, they're saying this stuck over there for months, but it yes. seems to me like they're wasting a lot of time. Right? Why? Well, you're saying they probably watch DVDs. They're saying they've got internet access. Yeah. Yeah. They're well, I'm wrong. Listening to messages. Yeah. Get the job done and go home. Well, that's so. Well, then we don't have to tell them anything then because they, they listen to the internet. They've got, if they've got the internet, then yeah, it's a waste of time. Good point. Play a record. Well, hang on. Before that, here's a good point. You've had long time to research what's been going on in the world. We just had an email here from Nicholas who says, "Why haven't you told them about the recent pig Olympics that just went on in China?" You've missed that one, Carl. Once again. Who won? <laughs> <laughs> XFM. First of the game to die, Morrissey, XFM 104.9, and Ricky Gervais with me, Steve Merchant, and Carl Pilkington. Well, Carl, you failed miserably. The scientists stuck away. Right, one more chance. What What's happened in the last couple of weeks? Just one more chance to. What have you seen in the last couple of weeks? Uh, well, like I say, I don't I don't really watch the news and that, so. Right. I can't, uh, tell them about that, but in a way, I think they're better off not knowing. I think that's the only good thing about being out there, isn't it? Not knowing about the bad stuff going on. Yeah. So, I can't help them there. They don't need to look at the weather, do they? No, don't even know. Uh, but, uh, I'll tell you about the Pope and that. Yeah, it's mm. pretty extensive. What uh, about the, uh, the EU constitution and the, uh, the no votes? What, uh, what do you make of that? Uh, what are your views? What, what's the problem there? Oh, this, this isn't, this no, isn't, better, better this isn't broadcasting though, is it? This is nothing. Come up with something. Well, the Talk! Fact, the fat baby then, the fat baby that they found, that was on the telly. Right. Well, what was that? It's just a little fat baby. That, uh, uh, oh, for f I don't know what, it's just a, just a little fat kid and that. What? Tell what? It what was is on the telly, it was on the telly and But that, what right? was on the telly? You just said fat baby, fat baby, fat baby, fat baby on telly, fat baby on telly. Do you meant to be telling them what's happened in the world? Tell, tell me about the fat baby on telly. It's just they've found some, uh, there's, there's this illness called Momo, right? And, uh, they've just got this, this woman had a kid. It's really sad, it was on Channel 4 and that, right? And, uh, Kids born. You sure it wasn't Jimmy Carr? Kids born and that, right? Momo? It's called Momo, Isn't that that yeah. Black Music Award? No, no, right, little, little fat baby and that, and uh, there's only three of them in the world. These little fat babies. Right. And uh, one so of them- they're in danger. How fat? Are you not telling- what do you mean? How fat are they? Six stone it was, it was only two. And uh, so there's, there's three of them in the world, and there was this one, and there was one in Brazil. Are they like and, endangered? Uh, is that the problem? Because <laughs> there's only three of them in the world. I'll be yeah. worried. Is it like a conservation campaign? Yeah, and did for their flesh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just sad. If you s I know. It's easy to show that, but, you, but if you've you seen it, you just go. Oh, it's a bit, bit sad than that. Um, well, I haven't seen it, and I know nothing about it. Well, I've told you, there's three of them in the world. I, d I st okay. What else was on telly? Uh, the uh, something I watched the other night. That was just good. 
Uh, again, you know I learn stuff from the from the telly. I don't watch the news. Yeah, well, you don't around. learn stuff from the telly. You, know, yeah, you, you, what, though, you told us there's a fat baby in the forget world. Forget about them. There's in, a spider. In, a spider eats chickens. Now there's a fat kid. That's forget, all right. Forget them in Iceland, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll give them rockbusters later to do. Right? <laughs> Iceland. But um, but what's her name? I tell you what is interesting, Steve. What? Um, I didn't know that much about it. O autism. Okay. Oh, good. There's some more entertaining stuff on XFM 104.9 no, no. to cheer up people. Go on, and what? What? Come on. No, right. Have you heard about it, Steve? What autism. It, is? Uh, it scares me to death when he comes up, when he touches on a serious subject. It, uh, we've been talking about wheeling a dead pope round, the Chinese don't age well, and ginger people are hated, and now we're gonna that. touch on a really- I mean, no, I uh, uh, my heart's in my throat. Go yeah, on, Carvin, tell me- tell me your insights to autism. Right, well, it, there's this- again, Channel 4, coming up with some good stuff at the moment, right? It might have been Channel 5. Um, <laughs> What's the name? It was it's the attention span I like. Uh, it's these these people who uh, they've got, got like this autism thing going on. Yeah. And uh, they sort of take in a lot of information. They get sort of a bit. They get so into it that they know everything about that subject and what have you, right? And there was this lad who uh, he knew everything, right, about EastEnders. Right. He sort of the, the cameraman was saying to him. Uh, so, you know, why, why EastEnders and that? I said, oh, I don't know, I just like it. And he said, uh, I remember when I first watched it, it was a Thursday, it was five to eight, Pauline Fowler walked in, she had a pink jumper on, she said, all right, love. And he remembers everything from that moment on. Yeah. Right, and everything. Which is great, but then, the way the programme was making out, it was almost like they were saying it's, it's a disability. <laughs> right. When in a way, it's more like a superpower. Sure. Like, like Rain Man. <laughs> but if you, if you, if you can take it's him- Rain Man. No, I'm he not- He has special autistic powers. <laughs> oh god, we I must send, We must send for Rain Man. I, I don't know what to do. So I don't you know mean, what to so do. So he would be a but great autistic mastermind. So of autistic Sorry. mastermind. Well, what I'm mind. saying is, don't be watching EastEnders though, sort of, why didn't they give him an encyclopedia and say, get into that? Sure. That'll be useful. Yeah. Keep him away from EastEnders. Wasting his time there. But I don't think it's a- it is a disability. No. Yeah, there, there are other things, and they're, they're not. Uh, it's, it's also autism is a matter of degrees. From what I know, uh, and I'm sorry to have to do this, but I feel that I have to at least be the voice of reason, as as ill-educated as I am on the subject. But I think one, there's degrees of autism. I think some are higher performance than others. There's other there's other issues with it. It's not they just they just got good memories. They don't go around doing tricks for people because they can remember stuff. There are other there are other issues with it. Do you know what I mean? Right, well, I mean, they did, they seemed a bit- But you watched the programme! What did you learn? That he knows when Pauline Fowler came in! Yeah, I mean, there was other bits where they couldn't control her emotions and stuff. Oh! But, that but, other, that but, other little bit, yeah. But the main, the main bit of it was he didn't soak up information and stuff, and I'm just saying, he didn't seem really bad. Do you know what I mean? There's disabilities where people say that's a bad disability. Go it's on. like how people say about, uh, this is brilliant. Know. This is just like uh, I, I. This is amazing to be in a room with this man. It's incredible. You just wind him up and listen to what comes out. And no, I'm, I'm going to sit back it's now. It's I'm not going to even. I'm not going to defend you no, no. or explain anything. No. Just tell me. Go on and tell me about the other disabilities no, what, that are what, worse. What, no, what I mean is how people can sometimes easily get mixed up. Um, how people are scared of like a cyclop. <laughs> when at the end of the day, he's got a disability. <laughs> I bloke with. I bloke Who's with scared of a cyclop? No, it's Apart just from Jason and his Argonauts. <laughs> where have you, where, where's this Cyclops that you're scared of? No, I'm just saying in history and in books and that. No, 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 not in history. Hi hi history happened. Yeah. 
Bar what are you thinking of? You're, you're mixing history with Greek mythology and Roman mythology and every other type of mythology. Well, what do you mean? There wasn't really a giant cyclop that went round picking up ships and throwing them around. That's not history, Carl. Do you think Batman's history? <laughs> no, but this was, it was ages ago, wasn't it, when we were sort of falling No, I'm not saying it didn't happen ages ago, I'm saying it didn't happen. Well, he might have done. There's no, I mean, what's so ridiculous about a fellow with one eye? In the middle of his head, and he's big and scary and lives in a cave. Why is he scary? Because he's got, what, if he had eight eyes, I'd be scared of him. <laughs> At the end of the day, he's got a dis- uh, we'll talk about it in a bit. <laughs> Across 110th Street on XFM 104.9. I'm Ricky Gervais with me, Stephen Merchant, and over there, Carl Pilkington. Can I just remind people that a man so stupid it isn't actually offensive. Mm. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, now, I just wanted to remind people that they can get in touch uh, on the text <laughs> 83 XFM. You'll need that uh, text number shortly because we're going to be playing Rockbusters very soon. Um, Gav has texted in, and he says quite simply, "What's happened to the webcam? All I can see is a bold monkey." <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you're absolutely right, we'll try and get that sorted out for you. But, uh, we're rock- we're rockbustering now. Should we do it now? Should we do it now? Say it up now. Okay, great. Yeah. We'll so, just, you well, should just remind people, Rick, for, uh, particularly if they're trapped in Antarctica for the next well, that's what this game is. Well, this is, um, uh, um, blockbusters, um, just totally ripped off and, um, the clues are bands and artists. Um, they, Carl says they're cryptic clues, they're not cryptic clues, they're more like what word am I thinking of. They're tenuous, um, some of them don't work at all. Mm. Um, so it's, it's really are you in tune with a shaved monkey? I mean, it's nearly embarrassing to get the clue. I pride myself on that I don't really get them. And, I, and I'm, I'm sort of proud of that, because you shouldn't. Yeah. But anyway, I've, I think I've given it a, a big sell. Yeah. Now, you do win tat today, but the big prize is going forward to be in the draw in um, five weeks' time, when there's a, a signed uh, Homer that I've uh, got Matt uh, Graining to draw. If you go to rickygervais.com, you can see him drawing it. It's an original. Well, uh, if they want to see it, they can go to xfm.co.uk slash ricky, and it's actually... Just click on it, you can have a look at oh, it. Oh, you can see all the pictures there, can't you? There's also a signed, um, Nigel Tufnell, um, poster, uh, and, uh, us three as, um, Flanimals. But there's a little, actually, video clip, uh, as on rickygervais.com, oh, yeah. you can actually see Matt Groening, um, uh, drawing it. Well, so those, those prizes are the ones, that, the big prizes you can win in five weeks' time when you, if you get to the grand final. In the meantime, uh, it's the usual selection of mediocre gifts which will be given away. That you've found in a draw that people have sent us yeah, to give so away. Yeah, so first up we've got, uh, the, um, I think, J well, I think most people agree, the mediocre John Travolta film Ladder 49, which I think right. barely made it into cinemas over here. No. Uh, we've also oh, got a DVD. And, that, what were you, and we're giving that away. <laughs> we're giving that away. Brilliant. On DVD, oh. uh, the TV series Grumpy Old Men, which I think is repeated every single night on BBC Two. Oh! And, uh, and, and and that's free as well, is it? Yeah, oh, that's free. Oh, well. okay. That's free well. uh, we've got the complete third series of Alias. Great gift, um, only if you've seen the previous two seasons. So, um, is that the one I'm in? I don't know. Possibly. Uh, French and Saunders at the movies, a collection mm -hmm. of all their hilarious movie mm -hmm. spoofs. Um, again, on television, I think every Friday, and uh, the TV series Operation Good Guys. You know, fine series, but you could see that on UK Gold most nights. So, so um, once again, an excellent. But look. if you win all those and take them straight down to record and tape exchange, you will be able to get two albums that you actually like. That's exactly right. So. Well, People send us then, so they sort of get bigged up on the radio. So that's done. We don't need to, <laughs> need to worry about that. Angry. So uh, anyway, then three three clues. Well, hang on, let's play the jingle. No, I haven't got one. Have you not got a jingle for Rockbusters? No, oh, do one quickly now. Okay. Uh, uh, uh,
<laughs> Rockbusters. Brilliant. All right. So we got we got three of them. Uh, cryptic clue and the initials. The band. It could be a band or an artist. We've done all that, haven't we? Yeah. All right. First one. Uh, the fella. Oh. For f let his wife know how he got the bruise on his leg. Right. Give us that again. The fella let his wife know he, how he got the bruise on the leg. He got a little bruise. Hey, Al, it's, it's all uh, imagine that in the Times crossword. You read it again, it's slightly different. Every time I look back at this crossword, it's slightly different. All the words change. The it initials, can't be cryptic. The initials there, C L, right? C L. Fella got a bruise on his leg. He let his wife know how he got it. What's going on? Right, <laughs> All the muttering. And what's the next uh, second one? Clue. <laughs> second one. That uh, that Potter lad had uh, a lot of bottle doing all that stuff with the wizards and that. Right? He had a lot of bottle playing with the wizards and that. What's what's all that about? Right? <laughs> I love it. He always says, "What's all that about?" T B there. Band or artist? The initials T B. That Potter lad. He's got a lot of bottle doing all that stuff with the wizards. Right? And the uh, the third one. Uh, the Buddhists won't be able to get in their temple without these. Oh. What, what, what do they need, right? The mm. Buddhists won't be able to get in their temple without these. The initials TM. Eighty-three nine three six is the text number. Um, we don't want to receive emails from this because we can't be bothered. So just a quick text. Make sure you include uh, all three answers. We're not interested unless you've only got, you, need, you need to get all three. Yeah. But but the winner may only get two. But oh, it's the it's the first one with the most right answers. Yeah. Uh, and if that wins all those all those DVDs. Alias is a box set. To be fair, that's pretty that's a pretty good prize. That oh, one. Oh, you could probably get you could get two uh, two two CDs when you take that down to record table exchange. And about, you right? don't need to see the first two seasons because you won't know what's happening anyway. Oh, okay, fine. Um, I'm excited to think that there's um, some people now in uh, Antarctica just scrabbling around to get a pen, yeah. just trying to figure them out. You know, and that'll, that'll keep they'll they'll probably uh, stew on that for the next. <laughs> Two months. Forward <laughs> <laughs> Inc. Gorillas, Gorillas on XFM 104.9. I'm Ricky Gervais with the uh, Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington. Mm. Carl, okay, we've got to sort this out. We didn't meet again this week, and this is a shoddy show. I thought we had a sort of framework for it, but. Um, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I uh, thought that, you know, Carl could sort of tell him what was going on. He doesn't know anything except watching telly, late night telly on strange channels. Like, he gets all his information uh, about the news on Anna Nova, and, I mean, I, I even tried out because, um, Monkey News last week was awful. It wasn't Monkey I mean, News. It wasn't Monkey News, it was, I, I can't remember it. I've been away on holiday. Brilliant. Yeah, and the monkey news stops. Uh, um, I, I phoned him up that on there was a, there was a front cover um, of the I think it was the Telegraph one day this week, and um, it was an ironic story. It was a fluff piece, but it was a funny story. It was about a um, a monkey in a uh, in a zoo that had had a a, a a ruck with its father because it's adolescent. It was like the equivalent of like sixteen to eighteen, and it had a fight with its father, and it escaped. It ran away, and it was like you know an interesting story. Yeah. I phoned Carl up and said, "This is monkey news. Um, a monkey has escaped from its cage after an argument with its father." And he said, "What was the argument about?" <laughs> I mean, he thinks like Homer Simpson. Yeah. Amazing. What was the argument about? Like the zookeepers are going, "Oh, look, oh no, he's brought up his untidy room again." The father, oh, look, he's caught him smoking again. Oh. I mean, what do you mean, what was the argument about? They have fights. They oh. have fights and then it ran away. His dad wanted him to go to college, but he just wants to quit and get a job. Yeah, and he, he fancied a monkey in the other cage. And the father was saying, she's not good enough for you. No. Oh. So what we've got was it about? Today? 
yeah, I got a little bit of Uncle Vincent. You got a little bit of Uncle Right, yeah. you've redeemed yourself right. then this we, week. We've got some stuff there and that. Uh, what else has been going on? You were, uh, what are we going to talk about now? So I've got, sort of heads gone now. Your head's yeah, got gone. Monkey news. Yeah. And, why uh, is your brain? Why is it? You, you. It seems like since we've come back on air, you have become dimmer. I mean, it is extraordinary. It's like it's like BSC has kicked or in. Or did you really we just are. forget? We just forgot. Maybe what? it's been a long time. We've forgotten just how stupid he is. Yeah. Uh, it's proper. Do you mean it's, it's the silences? You know, yeah. he forgets we're on the radio. There's just I know, dead it's, air. it's unbelievable. And oh. it's, it's our name uh, on I this. Know. They put a poem. But oh, as I said before, you know, he is, he is, uh, 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 no offence, he's, he's not a bright, bright lad or educated or anything like that. Yeah, but well, some things he says does border on the retarded. I've been trying to take in too much information, though. That's, that's the problem recently. Well, I said to you last week, I've been like reading more books and what have you and trying to take in too much. But the problem is, like even even watching telly and that now, Suzanne said to me, you know, stop doing that. Stop watching telly late at night and going to bed, because it's it's making your brain too active. And I'm sort of heaven forbid. And I, you know, I'm trying to get to sleep and I can't. And then when I wake up, I'm th she, she had a go at me the other day, right? Because it was the night after watching the fat baby, right? Woke up in the morning and uh, she had a go at me because as soon as I woke up, I said um, something like, "How can you freeze time?" <laughs> <laughs> she says, aren't you gonna say good morning or whatever? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna burst! Just imagine it, right? It's a, it's like the sun comes up through the window. <laughs> oh, she's like, Carl's like that, his little head. His eyes open, he goes, one of those floppy night hats. <laughs> How can you freeze time? Oh, God! But it's because, like, whatever, the night before I might have heard that on the news or whatever, and it's just been sort of whizzing round my head. Sure. Um, you know, it was a big debate. Have they found a way of doing it or something? What are you talking about? They've done something about freezing time and all that. Oh, the, see, this is the information, this is nothing. That is nothing, that. They've done something about freezing time. Imagine Jeremy Paxman coming on, going, well, the issues tonight said something about freezing time. <laughs> it's, you're, you're, uh, think before you talk. No, but I, I don't worry about how to do it. I just think about what affects that Oh, one. they haven't asked you to get involved. Well, this is what Phew. I'm saying, though. You Phew. can't explain it. It's a, it's a tough thing, isn't it? But what's the point of me worrying about It's not about a that? question. Do you know what he said to me the other day? Uh, this is unbelievable. This is one of the most stupid, incredible things I've ever heard. He was talking, and he suddenly stopped, and he was thinking about it, and he went, oh, I don't know what, he went, you'd never see a black ghost. Extraordinary. True, though, isn't it? I've never seen any ghosts, full stop. There are no ghosts. There aren't ghosts. No, but I mean when you just see them in, like, magazines and that. <laughs> <laughs> Play a record! <laughs> Hopefully someone will take care of me when Anthony and the Johnsons. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Interesting. Hope there's someone on XFM 104.9. I'm Ricky Gervais with me Steve Merchant and Carl Pilkington. Well, Carl, um, more, uh, revelation. Um, we were talking about it last week, but Carl brought it up again, just now. Uh, didn't want to go to the doctors, didn't want to have a full sort of body checkup that may save his life because he saw on the website they do a, a, a test where they have to insert a finger in his ass. Well, don't tell me about it. Why? 
Don't put it on the website, just put we look at your heart, yeah. we'll check your blood pressure out. Yeah. And then they, they could just do it quickly, could just sort of say, right. How can they do it quickly? No, but what I'm saying is it's, it's worse than it going in there knowing that, I mean they've got it on the website, so you, you're on the journey on the bus thinking, in about twenty minutes I'm gonna have a finger up my arm. But, they're doctors. Yeah, but just they're not doing it for a laugh. They're not filming it with a two-way screen. They're not putting on boxing gloves so it hurts more. They're up. Oh, it's I prostate. All right, out again. Out again. I'm just saying. In the day, the sort of. Do you think they're in the pub going? Here he comes. It's Pilkington. I have my finger was arsely. <laughs> do they allow ladies to do that? Do they allow female doctors to of do it? Of course they do. They're doctors. No, that's, that's worse. Though. You're sounding. You're sounding like him. No, I'm just interested because in, you know. Do they allow female doctors to do the finger up the arsely? Well, of course they do. They're doctors. Forget the female and male. They are doctors. Right? Do you know any female doctors to do that? <laughs> but what I mean is, I, isn't it a bit like if you're being searched at an airport, you know, and you're a woman? They send in a woman person to search you. They don't. They don't send in a bloke to do it. Is that the same thing? I yeah. Mean? They they probably trust someone who's gone through uh, six years medical college not to be taking the piss as opposed to a fat security guard who couldn't get anything else. Do you know what I mean? What are you talking about? There's doctors all the time coming out in the papers. Oh, they gave them this so they could look at their boobs or whatever. Or, you know, it's all well, like you're no, always hearing stuff about dodgy doctors. But what I'm saying is the reason why they do that security because there's there's lots of security people and they can you know for your own you know for the you know um, your own modesty. They there's a female want to search females and a male want to search males and that's fine. But there, there's not like four or five GPs to choose from and you go in there and you go, is it, is it you asking testicles? Do you want a bloke or... It, you know, it, you, you accept it. they got long fingernails? They don't have long fingernails. What do you think this, this female GP looks like? She's sitting behind the desk like Cruella Deville with a, with a, with cleavage and long red false nails going, hello love, bend over, this may hurt a little bit. There, they, there's, there's gloves and Vaseline. You, it, it, I mean, uh, this, I'm, I don't believe I'm, there's two of you now in the room. Carl, they're doctors. They have to, they, uh, what would you rather do than put the hand down your throat and round your elementary canal to feel your ass? It's a quicker way in. You seem to know a lot about these doctors <laughs> and stuff fingers <laughs> off people's asses. You're a very well informed gentleman. What about this sort of thing? <laughs> well, say, say if they did find something. Yeah. Um, would you then have to get like a second opinion so someone else's no. finger? No. Well, no. They, they test it to see if there's anything suspicious. That it's usually uh, a, a, a swollen prostate, which which can be anything. Um, so they, you know, they catch it early, and that's it. They feel they feel up there. But if you want a second opinion, then the same doctor will just stick a thumb up and have a feel around there. <laughs> yeah. So it always works in the same way. Yeah. Well, uh, if there's you know, if there's a doctor who can, I don't know, put me at ease. I mean, surely there's another way around it. I don't believe that. I mean, what is this? Sixty million people, or something in the world, isn't they? Sixty billion or uh, something? Well, six billion, something. Yes, you got it. Right. You hit it. Well done. That's good work. Right. So yeah, this this six what six billion did this? Yeah. What's six billion then? Loads, isn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> so if you you want a doctor to phone up <laughs> to assure you that the finger at the bum thing is not painful and that it's necessary and just that it's that not necessary, just necessary, really. Just that it's not an easy way round. All right. What's you know the what phone number here? It's uh. Changed, haven't they? Oh, for fuck. Oh, You're the producer! Here it is, here it is. 0871 222 1049. And I think you, you select option one. It tells you anyway what to do. Please, if, if, if you're a GP. Or, or if, you know, even if you've completed medical, I mean, we, we want a qualified doctor, really. Anything else is not good enough for Carl Bilkington. Um, just to. to uh, we'd love to talk. You can ask him all the other questions. Because, you know, Carl. As I said last week, he, he, he doesn't, um, feel his own testicles because he doesn't like the feel. Yeah. So, you know, I'd like a doctor to explain to him uh, how necessary well, I, that I, is. And this is truthful as well, I've got a very slight 
pain around the genital area at the moment, and I'm not. I think it might be some kind of groin strain, but I'm a little bit anxious. Not entirely sure. Yeah, what it I is, feel, so. I, I'm. I, I, you've been with me twice, and I've gone along to get them checked. Yeah. And I go, oh, what's that? Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. I mean, but you know, it's usually you, you, you're. I think you're in a pretty low risk, Eric, aren't you? I'd hope so. You're coming out of the twenties. I think it's. A, I think testicular sort of. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not qualified. No. <laughs> <laughs> they told what all they said was to me is sort of like it's twenties and fifties. Mine. So like, we're in. <laughs> mine sort of felt like they dropped a bit the other week when I was on holiday. I don't know if that's like when you're relaxing or <laughs> I was wearing shorts a lot. How far? If it's two foot, it's too far. I was having problems walking. <laughs> What do you mean? Why? Well, it, it was just a bit, sort of, a bit, I, I had shorts on all day, I'm happy, I'm walking about on the beach, what have you, mm. and then at the night when I put some long trousers on, I, I was sort of walking like well, they probably, they'd probably like stretch a little bit. Sometimes, uh, I, I told you when I was about 18, I was scared. <laughs> I, I, I went to, uh, the doctor, I, I felt a pain, right? And, uh, I was, cause I was doing biology, I thought I'd show off this doctor. I said, I've got a pain, I think it feels like it starts in the epididymis and goes up to, through the urethra, either. And, uh, he went, Finger up my He said, your jeans are too tight, they're squashing your balls. <laughs> so, uh, we want a doctor like that. So what's the phone number again? It's, uh, 0871. <laughs> Two 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 one zero four nine. A qualified. What, what do you mean the balls drop though? We've got to come back to this. I don't know. They just felt like uh, it's not too bad at the moment. I was all right on the way in, but it's I, just, I, I feel twinges all the time. But you never know whether it's just it's because just of. Felt, but they felt like they weren't my own. Do you know what I mean? It, they sort of felt a bit like these. Were there wasn't a bloke standing really close to you, was there? No, you just, didn't get them mixed up. Just <laughs> on the way back. <laughs> on the flight back. So Someone else has got. Well, do take a um, leaf out of nudist books. They just walk around. They've they oh, got I nothing on it. About nudists. Why? Well, let's let's play this ad break and that. And Have you had another encounter? Uh, if we've got time, I'll tell you about it. Have you really? London. Right, we've got, uh, 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 who's that on the line? It's Rob. Rob, and, uh, are you a doctor? I'm a final year medical student. I'll be a doctor in two months, touch wood. That's close enough, isn't it? Yeah. Excellent. So, um, uh, where, where do you study? Do you want to give, uh, more details or do you want to remain anonymous I as you're calling into talking? I study at Hospital. Alright, great. So, um, why do, uh, GPs, uh, sometimes put uh, their finger up, um, a man's anus. To see what's there. You know, if you've got hemorrhoids, if you've got an enlarged prostate, you know, it's either that or they stick up a big tube and have a look up with a light. What? And it's easier to do that. Now, uh, are you, um, dumbing this down for us or are you going to foul your medical exams by saying stick up a big tube with a light? I'm dumbing it down. Okay, come on then. We're all intelligent people here, uh, and Carl. So you can you tell us what now, what's that called? It's called a sigmoid escape. Right. Nice. That was I a clever test, wasn't it, Rick? Twelve inch long. long. Yeah. Twelve inch long tube. I can put up there. So, Carl, would you prefer that or a finger? Well, so do they, do they sort of do the finger first? <laughs> And then, I mean, at, at what point do they say, hang on, we need a light here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's, it's normally if there's something wrong. But, so, so if I go then, say if I go to this well-man clinic, right, and yeah. uh, they go, yeah, the art's good and that, yeah, uh, finger, yeah. there you go, and then they go, hang on, I'm, I'm gonna go and get me light and tube. I'd, I'd, you know, I could start worrying then because they've sort of found something. And then... They're not likely to go straight in with the tube. They'll, they'll probably send you off some tests first. Well, Carl, there's nothing. 
But right. you go to these places to, to, to put your mind at rest and to know where you are uh, with your health. I mean, it, it's not that you go along. That's, that's what most people worry about. They think that because I'll go along and they'll find something. Well, one, there's, that, that, that's, that's illogical. There's no, there's, it doesn't heighten the fact they find something because you go along. And two, if they do find something, it's a good job you went along. I mean, I'm a hypocrite because I don't go to the doctor. But, uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it I, I've had that oh, done. I've you had should be concerned if when they shine the little light in your ear, it comes out the other side of your ear. <laughs> no, the other ear comes right out the other side. That's but, when you should be worried. But Rob, right, you said then, if they, if they find something, they send me off for some tests. Why can't I just have the test without that and cut out the middleman? Do you know what I mean? Because you're wasting there's, lots of money. There's hundreds of tests they could do, and they could do every test, and they could all come back with nothing, or they could do the finger up there and send you for the three tests you need to find out what's wrong with you. But in this day and age, with all the technology and that, and like brainy doctors and all that, the only way to find out is sticking a finger up there. What are you worried about, Carl? Is it fundamentally that uh, this doctor who's, uh, uh, um, has done six years medical training, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, is it embarrassing to have a man's finger up your ass? I just don't understand how you can get round to that without- But what don't you like? Is it fundamentally you don't like anything up your ass, or is it, uh, is it the fact that it's a man's finger well, up there? I, I don't like going to the doctors, it makes me nervous, because I think if anyone searches you long enough they're gonna find a fault with you, right? <laughs> and especially if they're going that far into you, they're gonna find something, and- Probably not. Well, you know, I, I just, I just don't, I, I don't know how to get round to that sort of- that point where you get a, what, what do you talk to the doctor about when he's like, alright, nice day, uh, strap your trousers. He goes, I'm just gonna, he says I'm gonna just, um, Maybe, uh, maybe people just shut up and let you do it and then breathe a sigh of relief when you say there's nothing there. Yeah. But I is mean, that at the end of the test or is that the first thing he does? It's the last thing. So that trousers up out the door. Because he knows it ends conversation, he knows it's a bit of a faux pas, the, you know, the doctor says, oh, I better not kick off with the finger up the arse. What I, what I do is I'll, uh, I'll start on with the, uh, you know, the head, and then we're going to go, oh, one final thing, Mr. Pilkerton. Um, so, so Rob- He, dro he uh, drops his keys and he goes, pick them up, and as you bend over- will, will you be doing this, Rob? Is this what you're, like, open to do? Um, you do all I'll, these- I'll have to do it at some point. All doctors do it at some point, no matter what they specialise in. So the first one, is he another doctor there to sort of make sure <laughs> no, they're doing it right? Not, not dentists. <laughs> no, but do you know- do you know what, aren't doctors anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you know what I mean? Like, normally it's like a, a co-pilot will have someone with them for the first one. So when yeah. you- when you put your first finger in- Yeah. Will someone be there going, right, you just want to move well, to the left of I've it? already done it. Have you? Yeah. Mm. So that's the thing with a student, you're learning. So you get people taking and, and you learn on these things. Can I just point out, uh, Rob, I, I think I'm right in assuming that, uh, uh, you have a glove on. Yeah. And there's lubrication. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt. No. There you go. What but, are you worried about, Carl? who's this person who, who everyone's testing on in your class? <laughs> it's not one person. It's not one person. There's like, when a patient comes in and they've got a problem, <laughs> you, you bust the, like, consultant. He does his finger up, and if yeah, he finds something, he goes to the patient, is it alright if the student has a feel as well? Then the student puts on a glove, puts the leave on the glove, and sticks his finger up, and sees what he comes out with. <laughs> uh, Rob, I wish you could see Carl's face. I mean, he just, his face when you said, and he goes, says, uh, can this fellow have a go as well? He looked horrified. That it was, he thought it was a free-for-all, like there's a queue of people trying on gloves and going, let's have a go. That looks good up there. What have you found? No, but I mean, how come you had to sort of, is it not something you could test on yourself rather than waiting for other people to come in? <laughs> because then yeah, you know, because- you have an awkward position to get to, really. <laughs>
Well, but you can have a good rummage then without feeling too awkward, but to, f to sort of have a go on, on your first patient when you don't really know what you're looking for anyway. Do you know what I mean? Never really thought about it. Because you don't, if, if you've never done it before, you pop your finger in there and you've got a sort of look, you've got to have an expression on your face like you know what, you, what you're finding. Well, they can't see what you look, they can't see I mean, your face. There. You've got the, the big boss consultant there going, um, now move your finger there and you'll probably feel this. Because he's just done it, he knows what's there. Well, what, what, oh, so you're, he's already had a go, he's yeah. had a feel, and he's going, right, if you feel to the right, that's the conglomerary yeah. or whatever. Mm, the conglomerary, yeah. The, his conglomerary is in perfect right, working well, order. Uh, well, that's, I'm still Thank you, Rod, thank you. I'm sorry you had to go, to go through this. Um, Carl is probably the worst patient you'll ever encounter in your medical career. Good luck mm. with your finals, and, uh, and thanks very much. And, uh, do you know any female doctors who do this? Or? Thank you, XFM 104.9. Thank you. Nighttime on XFM 104.9. Uh, Steve Merchant, Ricky Gervais, Carl Pilkington, um, and uh, what we what is, is it time? Is I it think time? I think so. Yeah. Oh, chimpanzee, that monkey news. Right then. So uh, there's this monkey, right, right, in Canada. It's in a zoo in uh, Toronto, I think it is. Mm. Um, his name's Pascal, right? And uh, what happened was all the, the people in the zoo. Uh, sort of said, you know, what can we do, uh, sort of spice the day up a bit. Yeah. So they left- Embellishing. Uh, no way this is a new let story. Let him read the news, let him yeah. read the news. Okay. So they, they left- Any dates? Just uh, let him read the news, or well, like, you interrupt Moira Stewart. It's about two weeks ago. No, cause she always says, today, <laughs> so you know it's news. She doesn't say, right, there was a monkey, right? Yeah. right well, in then, Canada, on, right? Just finish okay. the okay. A couple of weeks ago, in this zoo in Canada. Right. Um, Jesus. they got a camcorder, right? And they said, "Let's let's leave it for the uh, for the monkey to have a, a play with, right?" So um, anyway, they, they passed w it around. One of BAFTA. And a couple of chimps and that were rubbish at it. They were like filming the floor and all that, and the fingers were always in shot and stuff like that, right? But anyway, there was one this this one chimp called Pascal, right? Who uh, annoys me that he calls them monkeys though. He They're was, not monkeys. They're apes. He, he was a dab hand at it. Right. He was like, uh, <laughs> filming stuff, really good shots, you know, sort of nice nude and that. He used a lighting properly and all the rest of it. <laughs> no, he didn't! Just let- this is the news, what are you talking about? This is the news! <laughs> God, so Steve, anyway. it's so annoying, you know it annoys me so much. <laughs> Things like that, he was a dab under, he was doing really good shots. It really annoys me. Let's Any, hear the anyway, news. Anyway, right, so he started, uh, at night, like when the zookeepers went home. He started filming, like, other monkeys on, on the go, like, like, whilst they were at it, right? And he was filming them and what have you. <coughs> the and Ron Jeremy of I the zoo. It. You yeah. know it's gonna end up on the web. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the zookeepers came in the next day and it's like, let's see what shots he's got. Anyway, he's got all this, like, you know, all these monkeys at it and what have you. So, oh, um, yeah, this is, uh, uh, honestly, so, I you so, don't know what this is doing to me, Steve. So Can I stop him now? So they thought, like, uh, actually there's a few monkeys who who aren't at it enough, do you know what I mean? They have problems or what have you, so let's give them the videos. That is so it. untrue, this is so untrue! So it's so untrue that it was filmed by a monkey! So it's so untrue! Then, right? Rick, I don't know so who to believe. 
Yeah. Oh, God! You're talking so much shit again! So you must know that's not true. There's so no way. There's a load of tapes out on Look at me! Honest. Look at me! Don't keep talking! Look at me! Yeah. You must know that's not true. Can we it's just hear the end of this news? You had a go at me last week because I didn't have the full story. I've got the full story. You're still not happy. There is no way that by chance, one, all this, oh, what should we do? Let's give him a camcorder. That could happen. He then films him at it. That might happen. It might happen, but I don't think he'd keep the camera still. Two, they go, hold on, this is good stuff. This is good shit. This porn's good shit. Look at that. He's got a lovely shot. Yeah, yeah. So this is ridiculous. Let me just recap because I lost my way there. So the monkey has filmed the monkey porn and now they're showing it to the other monkeys. Is he directing? Can you hear him saying stuff? Can you hear him go, it's like, just like, you know, Chimp Pimp 1, 2 and 3 and all the rest of it, right? Mm. But anyway, so they've got all these other tapes, um, because what happened was, um, they said he's quite good at this. Oh, and the animals, God! And the animals are, uh, happy having him around because he's not a human, he's just one of the gang, do you sure. know what I mean? So they started putting him in with other things like, you know, ostriches. Right. And <laughs> shit. I, I it was- uh, So- And do you know they have a problem with pandas in- in Japan? Yeah. So they've- they've sent him out there. Filming, uh, filming a bit of- where are you going? Yeah, yeah, honestly, you, you, you really annoy me. There's Come no on, way this like, is happening. It's just near the end. Why can't he just find a real story about a, 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 a monkey? Let's hear I mean, the, the end. end. The end is he's really, that he's, he's going to China, he's, he's filming the pandas and what- No, he's it. not! They wouldn't send a monkey director! They would not send a monkey director! By Bruce Springsteen, possibly the greatest rock song of all time. I don't know. Oh. Big words. Big words indeed, but I, I, I echo them. Um, well, we're running out of time. We've got to get on with, um, with the show. It's uh, near the end. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I hope the scientists stuck in a big, I don't know, hut in the middle of nowhere in pitch darkness, ten of them. Um, Oh, I imagine they've been fascinated, Rick, by the finger up the arse discussion. We had Chinese don't age well, gingers. Pope. Yeah, gingers, all that. Um, the big fat kid. Well, actually, they're, they're probably secure in the knowledge that if they want to kill some time and it's dark, there's nothing better than stick your finger up someone else's yes, ass. exactly. So, uh, enjoy that. But oh, they, uh, they've been hanging on for Rockbusters clues, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Here's the answer. So, give us the clue again quickly. Alright, so the first one was, uh, the fella let his wife know how he, uh, got the bruise on his legs. Go on. Right, that was, that was, uh, Courtney Love. Yeah, Courtney Love. So that's Courtney Love. So uh, that's, that's one thing. the first one, CL. So that one's fine. Uh, the second one, uh, that popular- oh, what, what am I doing? Letting that one just go? Just let it go, just let it go. Am I just letting yeah. that go? So oh, annoyingly, we haven't got time to take issue that, with it. Uh, okay. That Potter lad, he, uh, he's got a lot of bottle, hasn't he, doing all that stuff with the wizards and that. Go on. That's, uh, Brave Harry, yeah, the Bravery. Bravery, current sort of XFM band, the Bravery. Brave Harry, that works as well. No, it doesn't. And the last one- No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't work. The Buddhists- It doesn't work. Won't be able to get in their temple without doesn't these. Doesn't work. Brave Harry. Brave Harry. Uh, doesn't work. Know. Brave Harry. The Brave Harry. The Buddhists won't be able to get in their temple without these. TM. That's yeah. That's the monk keys. Right? So, who got all, who got all them, uh, The monk keys? Who got, who got all them, right? The, which band are called the monk keys? The monkeys. Oh, the monkeys. Yeah, the monkeys. 
Right, so uh, who's, who's the winner this week? The winner this week is Gina. Well, we're letting that go, yeah? Gina got them all right. Uh, I think her text said she was from Horrorstead. I don't know, I've never heard of that place, but uh, I assume that's right. But Gina, you win that selection. I can't believe she got them. I can't believe she got them, but she goes, uh, wins those and also goes into the, the prize draw where we'll have, um, six people competing for that, uh, original Matt Groening thing. If you go to rickygervais.com you can see Matt actually doing that. We've got a signed Nigel Tufnell and, uh, um, original drawing of us as Flanimals. Um, Slash Ricky. Yeah. I'll look at the picture. And, and uh, well, that's it. It's it's three right. o'clock. I'm with Jamie with me, Steve Merchant, and Carl Pilkington. More drivel next time. A shaven monkey. Right. <laughs>